First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. And welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Pod of the Everyman, The Two Beers Podcast. Your hosts, Jordan and Drew, slinging it on the reel, episode 156, doing this podcast with half our brain tied behind our back, just to make it fair on all the other podcasts spread about the land. 156, that makes it kind of three year, 52 times three is 156, I think it's our three year mark, I think, right? Uh, It'll be, fuck, October 20th will be... The official like, three-year mark. Yeah, like four days or two days before that. I don't. I don't want to talk about why. I'll always remember. Mm. <laughs> but hey, Jo, could, it could be worse. Your uh, your offensive coordinator could be creating burner accounts to talk shit on your quarterback. It's a great story. Himself. We got to talk about that. But before we do, yeah. Is this the song they play for the Phillies? Yes. Ah, gotcha. Congrats. Yes. Oh, yeah, they brought it back, baby. Cool. Um, well, should we assume positions for the world-famous two-brew salute? Yeah, man, always. All right. And a three. And a two. And a beep. I, uh... I'm not gonna lie, I've been I'm feeling nutritionally. I'm feeling like straight trash. So I'm just I got H2Os here. What do you got? Uh, oh, I fell. oh god, that was gross. Oh, why'd, you, why'd you burp into the microphone? So I I was enjoying um, some Southern Tier pumpkin whiskey during the the game. Uh, so I I'm settling up here. Room? No, I found a. Actually, uh, a Montauk Brewing Company pumpkin pumpkin beer, which I love Montauk. I love their brewery. And now that I've discovered that they have a pumpkin beer and it's in, it's sold two blocks from my house, I may just uh, may just get a beach house down there, J.O. Uh, I would come visit you like once every decade. And that place closes down at like 9 o'clock, so it would be right in your wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. Because apparently I just fall asleep at 9.30 every night, except for tonight. Um, All right, first order of business. Should we talk about Mr. Canelo versus Mr. Charlo? You're right. Uh, I mean, Phil's going around too, baby. It's a a good night. It's a good night, man. After got the... Still got the rails going from being, being there last night. I'm juiced, baby. I'm juiced. All right. All right, Canelo, Charlo, undisputed versus undisputed-ish for at least a half a second before Charlo walked in the ring. Um, listen, I, so I didn't. We talked about it last week. I wasn't going to get to watch the fight because I was, I was, uh, I was down, down to clown in Ashtown over the weekend. Yep. So I figured, given how the fight went down, 
I I would kind of ask this. We'd kind of do this interview style. Well, I'm going to okay. ask you to recap the fight, but since so it's not so one-sided and just you kind of talking because God knows if you're just talking, Jesus, you know. Um, let's just figure this be a fun way. So, couple couple question questions for you. Ready? Word, words hurt, Drew. I know. I know. Go I ahead. Know. They do. Uh, all right. Did Canelo Alvarez lose a round in this fight, in your opinion? Eh, I gave one round to Charlo, uh, the eighth, which in hindsight I probably shouldn't have done. Um, the judges gave – all judges gave Charlo the ninth. Um one judge gave Charlo the fifth at the time. I mentioned that if you gave Charlo the fifth, I wouldn't be offended, but I still gave it to Canelo. I, I, um, by the time we got to the end of the fight, it felt like Canelo won every round, but I did sneak one in for Charlo there. So I will say, yes, Canelo probably actually won every round. What, um, what were the, what were the judges? What were the cards again? Um, Eleven to one and ten to two for two of them. Oh, okay. Oh, so he so he got okay. He got the knockdown. That's why he had yeah. There the, was, uh, yes, correct. Gotcha. 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 Um. All right. All right. All right. Question number two. Mm-hmm. Did Charlo show any signs that he was actually interested in trying to win this fight? So and I asked this because just from checking social media, tuning in because I didn't watch it, a lot of heat coming on on Charlo after the fight, immediately after the fight, during the fight, that it seemed like he, you, this was a guy that looked like he just was collected a check and just didn't want to get absolutely embarrassed on pay-per-view. So this is where I depart a little bit from everyone else. Like, I, I don't, I think Depart in like Leonardo DiCaprio, baby, go for it. I, I think it's unfair to say like he just showed up for a check because the guy in front of him is just better. Like, again, yeah. we, we, we said all of the reasons he was behind the eight ball. And we said what what his number one strategy should be was just like, you know, you know, a three or four or five piece combo in and out, move around. The, 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 the crazy part was that Canelo, like Charlo was trying to move laterally along the outsides, like Canelo controlled the center. And so... As Charlo tried to move, Canelo perfectly, clinically cut off the ring. Like, Charlo, like, Canelo was moving before Charlo moved at certain points. Like, it was, it was incredible the way, uh, Canelo, uh, the way Canelo, uh, cut off the ring. It was just wild. And, um, so the, from there, Charlo didn't have a plan B. Like, from there, his plan plan B was like, okay, just try not to get hit that hard. And, like, just try <laughs> just like try to try to survive and see if there's any openings. And Canelo really wasn't providing many openings. So, hence, what it, it, it looked like, you know, that Canelo wasn't – or that Charlo really wasn't going for it. But – I just don't think Canelo gave him anything. Like yeah, it was, I, like yeah, it was, know. it just Canelo's just better. Like when when someone's that much better, 
it's going to look like you're not even trying. And because you just, what else are you supposed to do? He was trying to move and find openings, and there were just no openings. Yeah, and we say this all the time, like you know, go out in your shield, let your hands go. But how many how many boxers do we see just not not do that? Like not just but go like for broke you. But like you have to see your opportunity where to punch. Like yeah, there, he didn't know where to punch, and yeah. like there were there were some that landed that were good shots. But like over the course of twelve rounds, good clean shots that he actually landed was probably about five, like the entire twelve, and. I guess people just wanted more of that, but like, he he was only finding shots at very specific times, and Canelo just learned to not give him those after. Like he made the mistake once, and he didn't make it again. Gotcha. So I just I, I just didn't. The only other thing he could have done different is just get on his bike and just run away, and then he <laughs> w- and he wouldn't have got hit. And then at that point, try to like just throw Canelo off totally. But he was just—he was just—he uh, was outgunned and outmanned. Yeah, that's, the size, the size, the size, the size advantage didn't. I mean, the not not the, the not the girth, obviously, as we would yeah. uh, we'd like to say. But like just the height and the reach, like it just—it's just not as, especially at these weights. It's not as we're we're real we're, we're there's real danger of getting knocked out and stuff. Um, it, it's not as critical here um, when you're going up against someone as skilled as Canelo. And the the knockdown in round seven that was just a straight right from Canelo, right? Like that wasn't even because I, mean, I know um, you said he was going by he was he was doing damage to the body early, but that was that that was just a headshot that put him down, right? Yeah, I, um, I. I think they described it on the broadcast as over the top, and that's that's the way I would describe it too. It was, okay. it was yes, it was straight, but like his left shoulder dipped, which then created a little bit of an overhand arc on the right, and so yeah, it was it was a straight slash o- over the top right that just caught him flush. Yeah, and it looked it looked like it was uh it looked like he was wobbled, and maybe Canelo didn't realize it. And then he went. It looked like Charlo. Then, as Canelo was coming at him, just took the knee so that he wouldn't get um, obliterated. Yeah, he wouldn't get obliterated. Just to take yeah. take the knee, take the ten to, to reset. Uh, okay, okay. Question number three. Yeah. Was Canelo's approach any different to ch- in the Charlo fight compared to his last five fights? And so we're going Ryder, Triple G, and then Bivol, and then his last two are uh, you know Billy Joe and. Um, plant. So he looked much more like like Billy Joe Saunders and Plant than Bivol, um, Triple, Triple G, G and Ryder. And, and, Bivol, Triple G, and Ryder, and and I kind of mentioned this in our preview. I, I thought he kind of gave up his footwork a lot in those three fights. Okay. With Bivol. Uh, Bivol was able to take advantage of that and fight at the distance that Bivol wanted and just and come at Canelo with volume. And Canelo's power, uh, Bivol was able to eat it. Yeah. And so and f- from there, Canelo really needed to be on his toes in order to kind of you know, not take all that volume that Bivol was bringing, and can- he just didn't do it. Triple G and John Ryder, again, didn't really get on his toes – didn't matter versus Triple G. John Ryder is a tough SOB. So, you know, even though Canelo won handily, 
uh, John Ryder was able to press him a little bit just because, again, Canelo was he was a little bit livelier than he was versus Triple G. But, again, he kind of just, like, sat there to be hit by John Ryder. Um, this fight, I'd say, was, was a throwback. I thought his footwork was way, way better. Again, he dictated the distance. Um, that's the only thing Charlo could have done better, I'd say, is, like, if just get out with the – like. Just try be a, a Devin Haney jab, which, again, Devin Haney pivoted off of that a little bit in recent fights. But if Charlo could at least try to, like, mess up Canelo's difference with the, uh, distance with the jab, maybe that would have changed things. But Canelo's footwork, especially cutting off the ring, there were times where it looked like... Remember in uh, Rocky uh, three when... Uh, Apollo's training Rocky and they're like in the mirror like doing the same motions like mm -hmm. that that's that's what Canelo looked like with Charlo a, a, like more than once like he was doing the same exact motions at the same time just to cut off the ring for Charlo and it was like oh my god like Charlo has nowhere to go so like his his footwork was way better and that like mentally shut Charlo down which just led to big shots uh, so that was the big difference from his previous three fights, and it kind of went back to when he was on his run of collecting the belts. And he said, "When when when this Canelo shows up, no one could beat this Canelo." That's what that's what Canelo said in the po in the in the post game post, in the post fight, yeah, post fight, yeah, post fight, post fight, post fight. Um, all right, all right. Next question: What surprised you most about Charlo's performance? Um. That there was no plan B. Which that, is interesting because another fellow Texan went into a big fight recently with no plan B. Yeah, like, you had to be... I, I guess he was just expecting... Canel, like, a different... The distance just confounded him. And I thought maybe he would, like, again, try... like. It, it, it's almost like pitching when they say like change up the speed of your pitches like get into a double jab do a jab throw a check right hook like there was no check right hooks i don't know what i don't know why and like move, move side to side move up and down like do like he, he like the movement was laterally with his feet and once canelo took that away there was no other like head movement feints like I said, jab, like the jabbing was pathetic. Uh, Canelo's jab was way better. So I don't know. I don't know. Like Derek James, like I don't know what, like why all that stuff was absent. Like there should have been multiple plans of attack, and it seemed like there was one. And and once Canelo shut that down, there was just nowhere to go. Yeah, so. and there was, and I'm not. And yeah, obviously I don't want to attack or I don't want to get on Derek James, obviously, um, too much, but. I did. I did read some stuff that, and maybe this was on the broadcast. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe these are people that pretend like they have inside sources that don't, like random Twitter people with like twenty-seven followers. Um, people said that like James was actually giving him good, solid like corner advice, and like Charlo just was not doing anything with it. Oh, I, 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 I can't say that I noticed on the broadcast, but again, I'm, I'm trying to like compose tweets in between rounds so I'm not, it's not easy it's not easy bro yeah i'm like i'm like f trying to fire them off and i'm not exactly paying attention to a lot of 
Uh, like I'm trying to, but I wasn't catching everything. Yeah. Um. So maybe I don't know. I I can't I can't recall. Okay. 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 All right. And my last question: What's your takeaway from each guy now moving forward? Charlo, I don't know where he goes from here. Um. So he know, still has three belts at 154. I, well, yeah. I was gonna say he's obviously got to go back down to 154. Well, he doesn't. Uh, yeah, he does. Well, I, can, I mean, he could fight at 160. Okay, who's he going to fight at 160? I mean, anybody, anybody you want. Uh, what, like, like who? I, I don't know. I mean, you think PBC cares about putting putting him in a big fight at 160? <laughs> he's not going to fight. He's going to fight 18 months from now, anyway. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, yeah. I just, I, th- I think the bigger fights for the it. The big fights for him are at 154. I, I think for, for at this point, just because he was so lackluster, the only intrigue in him is the fact that he has three of those belts at 154. So I think he's going back down there. Okay. Um, there might be some kind of tune-up for him. Um, I, I don't know. But is Fundora at 154? Yes. Maybe maybe since Fundora just got knocked out, they Lubin. They, no, Fundora. Remember Fun, the big tall guy. No, no, isn't Lubin at one fifty four too? He is. So just throw him in there. Why not? That 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 was a travesty of a decision. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Ramos just destro- like doubled him up, and and Lubin. The 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 people now that are we're we're we're, get, we're getting the Loma Haney thing again where it's like listen if you go watch the fight in slow mo with the lights off and the commentary turned out you can see that that the right man won the fight I'm like I was insane I'm like okay sure we're doing this again it was it was insane he he lost um um uh, ba ba oh and for Canelo um I, I've been thinking about this a lot. And at, at first, I was thinking that they would save Benavidez for a third fight of his contract of Canelo's contract, because I'm like, you know, if he, if Canelo goes and fights Benavidez in the second fight, and Canelo loses to Benavidez, like, what do they do with Canelo then? And like, you know, because he's like. I don't know, but the obvious answer is, and I didn't. I don't know why this didn't come to me at first, but the obvious answer would be rematch. So then, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Canelo, Canelo's third fight with PBC would be the rematch with Benavides. Um, so it kind of feels like that has to be next, so that they can have so, a, a rematch. Uh, and then if Canelo beats Benavides, the third fight can go a Bevel rematch. It can go, it can go Crawford. Um, can do a couple different things, but I, I it feels like Benavidez should be next, and if not, uh, if they save Benavidez for a third fight, maybe that's their way of kind of sinking their hook into Canelo for a fourth fight and say like, hey, if Benavidez could beat him, and and then Canelo re- like enacts like a rematch clause, maybe we get a fourth Canelo fight out of this. Maybe maybe that's an angle. Maybe well, that's an angle. I don't know. Two th- so two things. One, I hate to burst everybody's bubble, but I've been the two beers two beer sources. I really think they're going to try to put the other Charlo in with him next. 
Yeah, I've heard that too. But I think I just... that I, I, I that's been picking up some real steam with my uh, with my sources, my people. Uh, I that is that that's just so beneath Canelo. I I'll just be so pissed if like he wastes his time. Like I I keep that same energy with like Tank. Like that the guy hasn't fought in like he hasn't fought in nine hundred days. I, I don't care if he gets a tune up against somebody and wins. I don't care that he's training with Roy Jones Jr., who I love. Like I, th- this guy doesn't deserve any, any type of ring space with Canelo, and I'll just be so pissed if Canelo, even entertains that idea. I'll, I'll just be mad. I, I'd rather him, and let's not forget. I think it's, I think it is official now. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not official, official. But Benavides and Boo Boo are fighting in November. Yeah. Yep. So. Boo Boo could throw a rant. Like I, I wouldn't. Like I, I just, I don't know how good either one of those guys is. That's the problem. Like, you know, Andrade is just like, he's this myth, because he didn't. He's never fought anybody. He's never, he's never even fought a world champion. He's never fought a world. Him and Charlo have never fought other world champions. Um, so like, like he could, he could go in there and beat Benavides, and then, then Canelo Benavides is dead. Maybe not dead, but then Boo Boo's got Boo Boo gets the fight. And then yep. maybe, and then if if Canelo beats him, then maybe you get Bene, then you get Benavides Canelo in the third fight. But uh, yeah, I I think that's I I, I think we're going to see him fight the other Charler brother next, and it's just going to be really. I hope, I hope the, not. I, I and I think that killed some of the like right now that uh, how everyone's talking about how good Canelo looked. Like I I feel like now you're right. Now is the time to capitalize. You know, I guess he'd be at, that fight wouldn't happen till May. How many months out of the ring would Canelo be out? October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Like, I mean, six months isn't terrible for a layoff. Yeah. And then Benavides. They're, they're, they're saying Cinco de Mayo is what. Yeah, and like Boo Boo's not gonna. I don't think Boo Boo's gonna like do damage necessarily to Benavides. If he beats him, it's because he's gonna just outpoint him. Um, and so they're gonna fight in November, December, January, February, March, April. Yeah, I mean, five months, six months. So like, I mean, he he'll have plenty. He'd have plenty of time to recover. Yeah. So yeah, let's 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 hope that's it for me. Um, that's all the questions that I uh, have there for was, you. There was anything there else? Was, yeah, I did yeah. Go ahead. Say, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else are your takeaways that I did not that you did not cover while answering my astute questions? Uh, the only question I was hoping you would have asked me was, was did you have any criticisms of Canelo? And my answer is that. My only criticisms for, of Canelo was that there was he used he traditionally is an excellent combination puncher. Like it used to be him and Benavidez like one two right, uh, but this was all like one maybe two shots, just loading up on big shots, which were very effective and really just put charlo in his place but at the same time i'm like man if you just go in there and especially with some of the the weirdness we've seen with judges and i'm like just just get to your distance get to the inside and throw a four-piece combo and just see what charlo does go throw a five-piece and just like you'll probably just get him out of there (laughs) throw throw, throw a five-piece with some biscuits on the side man oh yeah biscuits and gravy man come on and uh, he just – there was no combination punching, which he would have – if he would have threw combos in there, it would have been flawless. And 
maybe it already was flawless and maybe I'm picking nits, but like that would have been the only thing I would have changed to have him be straight up video game perfection. Uh, but that's it. Uh, well, and I thought you might hit that in, um, in the, uh, the approach question from his last five fight. Cause he's received it cause he's, cause, cause he's gotten criticism his last three fights. So I thought you might cover that there. So apologies, apologies. No, it's good. Uh, we got any fights this week? Yes. What do we got? I don't even know, man. I'm, I've just been, um, I've I'm, got Philly's fever. I'm about to knock your socks off. You ready? Wait, wait, hold on. It's October. It's not Jenna Beck. Nope. Which I, that wouldn't knock my socks off. Um, shit, I don't know. Knock them off, baby. It's October 7th. Oh, wait. Oh, Fury KSI? No. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Z- Zerto versus Joe Smith Jr. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's on the zone, right? I don't know. I just saw it on, on my betting yeah, app. I think it's on the zone. I think it's Cruiser, right? They're fighting a Cruiser, right? I don't know. I just saw it on my betting <laughs> app. I don't know anything about it, actually. Oh, uh, that's right. I sent it to you. You said you didn't care uh, when I sent you the uh, announcement a few few months back. Um, yeah, I think that's on DAZN, and I think they're fighting a cruiserweight, which, I you know, Zerto's been, you know, he, he's he's a, he's a big dude down there. Yeah, it, it is life. Golden Boy, yeah. What did he, oh, yeah, Zerto, oh, that's right, against Gabe Rosado. Didn't, uh, yeah, Zerto, Zerto missed weight by, like, 14 pounds. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> He was supposed right. to play Gabe Rosado. That's right, I forgot about that. That was a while back. Um yeah, so he's he obviously needs to move up to cruiserweight. I right, listen, we're we're Joe Smith. I think we're Joe Smith Jr. guys on this podcast when he's not fighting uh, Artur or better Beev. So I hope he chops that dude down, gets a nice win under his belt. Who, uh, um, Joe Smith? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is cruiserweight. That's right. Despite despite the fact that he <laughs> we we uh we caught COVID going to his his event that lasted all of 120 or not 120 seconds lasted all of six minutes because better be have just fucking wiped the floor with them yeah yeah we did get COVID <laughs> for that didn't we yeah we sure did we sure did the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan in Vegas front row seats are 300 bucks oh man too bad we're not in Vegas actually that's that's uh yeah that's a VIP first four rows 300 bucks that's pretty good. Gal- gallery seats are fifty bucks. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Man, t- yeah, too bad we're not in Vegas. That would be a fun one. That would be. Yeah, it would be. Three hundred bucks ringside. Like, why not? Right. Uh. Also, <coughs> man, I got the you got the heebie-jeebies here. Ugh, you got, you got still, Phil's, Phil's fever. I saw my my voice is finally coming back from last night, so it's like got like weird. Like I'm in that weird in between phase, but. Also, also some news. As I landed, the minute I landed in Nashville on Friday, Friday afternoon, Top Rank, the actual promotional company, followed by the boxers, both boxers themselves, posted a fight, uh, a fight-ish poster and announcement. Either December twenty twenty-three, January twenty twenty-four. Saudi Arabia, undisputed, Gypsy King, Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk. Let's fucking go, J.O. Yeah. What is it? What? What, what is? What is it going to take? 
This has this has uh, Crawford Spence November twenty twenty two vibes all <laughs> over it for me. Nobody else. I, well, to be fair, not one person outside of Mike Coppinger and like Mike Benson reported that that was good to go, and you were all on that. <laughs> No okay, con, but, no but, contracts were signed. No contracts were I signed. Understand, I understand. They're saying the contracts are signed for this. Okay, that's what they say, but they don't have a date. And if you don't have well, a fair. date, fair that, point, that means point. it's not finalized. Well, and, and if, if it's and not it's a, finalized, then we're. I'm not getting excited yet. Now you just sound when like you, me. Now you just sound like me. When you give me a date, okay, and, and a legitimate and a guaranteed place and a guaranteed date. That's well, they why have I the venue. Excited. They have the place. Fine. <laughs> but they don't know what date, so you don't yeah. have a place. Well, they're, you have they're to have both yeah, of those. Yeah, they can't. They they don't have a date to it yet because it's all pending this stupid Nagang. Am I saying that right? Nagangwa, Nagangwe, Naganu, Naganu fight to see how if 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 Fury's hurt or however that goes. But let's assume it all goes. What do I got to do to get you in Saudi Arabia? How December, how much how 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 far of a reach around do I have to give you? You tell me. December twenty third. I, I, mean, I don't, you, whenever, whenever. I mean, if you you, rem, you remember the cartoon Gumby when we were uh, kids, like like yeah. Gumby, Gumby level reach arounds. <sighs> I, I, that's, that's not that's not fair. I have T Rex arms. December twenty third, it's not happening. I'm not going to Saudi Arabia two days before Christmas. We'll come. We'll come back. We'll take the red eye. We'll be back by the twenty fourth. Red, red eye from Saudi. <laughs> we'll take the red. We'll be back. We'll be back by. We'll be back for midnight mass. <laughs> I'll even stay at your house for Christmas morning and, and put on the Santa Claus. I'll, I'll be Santa Claus. I'll, I'll I will cater to you completely. Um, yeah, it's not happening, man. Oh man! <laughs> all right, all right. It, it's not dead yet. The dream isn't dead yet. Um, yeah, nah. I just, I'm, I'm not going. I just, it's not happening. I'm not going to the Middle East to watch boxing. Come well, on, man! I, Don't be I, a lay down. I just, want, I just want to go to Vegas. Don't be a lay down, Larry. Okay. <laughs> all right, that's all I have on boxing. You have anything else on boxing? Uh, do you want to give a early prediction on uh... Fury Usyk? Yeah. Um, I think Fury will win. I I do think eventually the size has to get to Usyk. Like Usyk, Usyk is he's two twenty. It's what he's coming in at. Fury's gonna come in. 260, 270. As 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 great of the feet and mobile as Usyk is, like the key to the fight is is he gonna be able to avoid the clen- like the just the clenches and fury just like leaning down on him. And I I don't know. I don't I don't know that I don't know that he can. I don't think Fury's knocking him out by any stretch. Like I know a lot of people think that that's gonna happen. I, I think it'll go twelve and I think it may not be an exciting fight, but I I think Fury will take take the decision. Um Usyk has a good chance. Usyk has a, I, he has a good chance to win. Like I, I am Every, not counting. Everything, everything you said, I agree with. But effort, I don't care. Usyk by decision. I love it. I, I, yeah. I people that are counting him out, like I, he, he's a psychopath. Like this guy doesn't care. Again, look at the, look at the video of him just eyeing down Tyson Fury at, like he was food. So, uh, you know, there's something to be said for these guys that prepare. You know. When some when when you got the target on your back, everybody's preparing for you every day. You know, like that's as part of their training. Like Fury hasn't been thinking about Alexander Usyk. Like Alexander Usyk has been thinking about Tyson Fury since he took those belts off Anthony Joshua. 
So we'll see, man. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> what, if I'm, Usyk, I'm not excited yet. I'll be excited when there's a firm date. Yeah. I it'll be, you know, it'll, Usyk's place in in uh, in the all time conversation is going to be fascinating if he does if he if he were to be Fury and become undisputed undisputed heavyweight champion. Yeah. Agreed. Especially the fact that in this time of like giant heavyweights, he's like a little cruiserweight. Yeah. Like Holyfield went cruiserweight to heavyweight, but like I don't know. Lennox Lewis, like Lennox Lewis might be considered small compared to these heavyweights today. Yeah. So I uh if if uh if Usyk wins, I see a rematch. Oh, there's. I think both. I think there is a unilateral rematch clause. Oh, okay, cool. So, all right, beautiful. Um, that was fun. Thanks for the interview. Hey, man. Thanks for participating. Thanks for being you. Um. All right. Let's move on to. Uh, there's no no reason to hold it back anymore. How about uh? How about Major League Baseball uh, playoffs? As as exciting as it is for the Phillies to go, man, just heartbreak again in the wild card series for my other my other favorite team. Just <sighs> and I will raise you up on those wings. <laughs> just oh god, a red arena just can't just can't get out of this goddamn wild card round. Oh nope. man. All right, let's yeah. So let's let's do it. Um. I thought we'd see some more game th- or game. They were, uh, they were all sweeps. They're all sweeps. Yeah, I, I. So I thought we'd be safe to do the the preview today. But um, so we had. So the way the bracket was set up, we had. We'll start the American League. Uh, the Blue Jays against the Twins. The Twins hadn't won a playoff game in eleven years. I think. Um, complete domination from from Minnesota. Uh, they 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 do the sweep. Uh, the Rangers who. Had had the uh, had the buy in their back pocket, uh, blew it and lost to uh, lost a, a game the last game of the season and Houston takes the division so they end up getting the uh, getting the buy there uh, so then their their reward was the uh, ninety nine win Tampa Bay Rays and man they just went in there and unfortunately I mean the Ray, the Ray, the fact that the Rays could couldn't even get twenty thousand in the building is just sad just just depressing just move that team already. There should be no teams in Florida. It just shouldn't be allowed. Um, yeah, and then they and they beat the Rays, man. Like the 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 Rays the Rays went like thirty four straight innings of not scoring a postseason run. It's just it's just so is baffling, that, man. Is that bad? <laughs> it's not good. That's uh-huh. not. It's not good. I think the Pirates score have scored a have scored a had scored a postseason <laughs> runs earlier than the than the the Rays had more recently. Uh, yeah, I more recently, that. yeah. Just, just, just depressing. Um, yeah. So they and they had the home field. Well, again, like they're nineteen thousand people. So what would it was? Uh, yeah, Texas looked really sharp. And uh, Scherzer apparently was doing bullpen sessions. And you know, they if they can get get through this next round, he may be he may be back for the uh, the championship series, which would be wild. So that sets up to, uh, the the Twins versus uh, the Astros, who everybody's just sick of still, and the Rangers and Baltimore. How do you see those two those two playing out? Which one? Rain, Rangers Baltimore? Rangers Baltimore and Twins Astros. Um let's go with um 
Baltimore since they got to rest their aces. And um, let's see, Astros, Twins, Astros. God, that's gonna be so annoying. Um, I actually think I, we're gonna get Astros Rangers. I think I think I think I thought that at first too, but like, who's who's text? Like, I I just don't I don't know. I don't I don't think the or and the and the Orioles. Uh, I this this is this is why baseball. That's why I, I don't I, know I was, who Texas throws. After, yeah, like, like, I, after like I was their first two guys. Well, I was joking with you earlier today. Like you can, you can never take the baseball playoffs for granted because it because they have the short the short five game series in the first round. Like anything can happen, and it's so rare that the best overall team actually makes it and wins the World Series in baseball. Because the like the five game series just bam like you lose one of those first games like you're going going on the road for two and the road team has all that momentum, um, and I don't know I feel like I I feel like the, the feel good story of Baltimore is just not going to continue so I I think Texas is going to take them down and as awesome as this this twins this twins thing would be like you just know Houston's going to find a way to do something stupid and you know they'll they'll have some whistle that'll be the code for stealing the signs or something that we'll find out in three years and then you know. Everybody will make excuses for why we shouldn't boo them. Um. Yeah, I just I I don't. I if if is Scherzer supposed to be back? What's that? Is Scherzer supposed to be back? Did Did you listen to anything I just said? Yeah. <laughs> He's he threw he threw, he threw a bullpen today. Oh, and he okay. said he turned I'm, a corner. Yeah, he part. said he he turned a corner. And if they can get through this next series, then there's a good chance oh, it comes I, back I, for I, the I, NLC for the ALCS. I, okay, I missed that part. Sorry. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Um. So yeah, I just I just that's why I'm saying I just don't know who they're throwing, and I, I'm just I'll just go. I'm just I'm just rolling the dice that 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 two at least two of the top teams here are going to go down in the in the um, divisional series just because that history tell oh excuse me Whew. history tells you usually two teams go down so um I'm my my first one's going to be Baltimore All right. so then what's what are you asking me in the NL NL so uh Arizona who scumbags they tanked they tanked the last three games so they could avoid Philadelphia and Atlanta uh Man, they beat up on the Brewers, and the Brewers. I, I thought the Brewers were going to be the sneaky World Series team this year, and man, two two home losses to not a very good uh, Arizona team. They're going they're going out to to LA, who for for as high as the payroll's been and everything else outside the bubble, bubble bubble, toil trouble, haven't been able to get over that hump in the playoffs. Who do you like in the series? It's you said a lot of teams all at once there it's arizona la okay thank you uh dodgers i agree i actually think the dodgers are finally gonna actually play up to their to their potential and not be stupid i concur okay so that brings us to the main event the philadelphia phillies america's team who just beat the Marlins two games to zero and the scumbag Atlanta Braves that nobody likes first two in Atlanta 
next why, two and why three. are they scumbag and why does I, I i don't i don't know everybody just hates the braves i just i hate it it's it's i, it's, I love the braves what are you i i loathe i loathe this franchise more than any other franchise or athlete in sports i just hate them i hate everything about them they're the worst you hate the them worst. more than you hate lebron it's not even close our buddy Teddy sent me a picture of Chipper Jones, and like I, I would, I, I, if if Chipper Jones and LeBron James were both on fire, I would, I would, I would piss on LeBron to put that fire out before I'd piss on Chipper Jones. That's that's how much I hate the Braves. Okay, absolutely hate them. Just just a waste of talent. Like as a kid growing up, like every year they just had arguably was there is there a, is there a better pitching like the pitching staff that they had? Can you think of a better pitching staff than that? in no. the last 50 years no no right like it was insane and then they had and they had and they had a great lineup every year they'd win the freaking nl east year after year after year after year after year after year and after having all that great talent for like 20 20 something years they won one world series that's it they just choked every year every year they choked every single year and the only year that they won was because they played they played the indians and god knows that cleveland doesn't win shit so the reason they ended up winning the world series i hate them hate everything about them Okie dokie. They're the worst. The freaking worst. Uh, I like the Phils, obviously. Uh, they just got it. If they get, if they get, if they steal one of these games in Atlanta, man, coming in, it coming to the bank, the Braves are gonna, they're gonna have PTSD from last year having to having to take that or come into town with that environment. It's it's a whole. Or I think on the broadcast today. One of the announcers said, "There's there's home field advantage, and then there's Philadelphia, just completely different." Wow, so cool! It is, it is. Listen, you can jump on. You're not. You're listen. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's basically a brother, uh, a brother city to us. You can just come over and and have something to cheer for, my man. Yeah, is that it? You can, you can. Um, I just want to know who I actually picked for the for the. Uh, for the uh you didn't go back and series. listen no i just pulled it up right here though i'm gonna put myself on mute and see who i actually picked you, <laughs> you, you can go and keep all right, going, i'll keep, keep going up. all right um uh, but I, i'm gonna pick the uh, i'm gonna pick the braves yeah okay yeah you would um right, let, 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 let me let me test myself here you all right i'm gonna i'm gonna keep going on my picks here uh i like i, I like uh philly to obviously beat the dodgers after they handle to handle the braves <sighs> twins twins astros is gonna be interesting Again, I feel like the Astros. I don't want to pick them. They'll probably get back there because the, why not? But I'm going to take the Twins. I'm going to be or Texas. Sorry, I'm going to be Texas. Pick Texas, uh, and this is going to be funsies. So we're going to see tech, the Rangers and the Phillies in the in the World Series, and the Phillies are going you to take it. Rain, you're going Rangers. Rangers, Phils. Rangers, Phils. I'm going uh, Astros versus Braves. Okay, is that how you had to start the year? No, I'm still trying. I'm almost there, but I, I just wanted to interject. So, oh, okay. give, give you a little little break in your uh, monologue. Okay, all right, no, uh, no worries, no worries, no worries. Nothing, nothing. All right, all right, all right. Um, and it'll be baseball. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, I'm like man, I wish I would have listened to this before. Oh, well. <laughs> we have to winners of every division. I'm like, oh wow, that would have been cool. The, the, the <laughs> that. I just didn't know how much time you're gonna give me. I gotta say though, there's nothing. Um, 
And I don't know if it's every season. You're, you're taking the Phillies to win the World Series? I am, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I took. I'm, I took taking the, I'm taking the Braves over the Astros. Yeah, you said that already. We got that. Um, while you're while you while you still listen, I'll, I'll run solo here. I, I got to say that for anybody, I know people. Baseball isn't everybody's like thing, but you know, it, in this city, especially like it's always going to be an Eagles town. It's always going to be football, and I know football usually has. Uh, I just there's just more stakes with football because there's only 16 games, so you don't have as much going on with it, um, and it means a lot. Let's just people take make a bigger deal of the Super Bowl. If you've never been to a a playoff baseball game, you have to go. You have to to just once what you just have to go one time. Just don't go don't go to anywhere in Florida because no one cares because they're all transplants. And just don't go to Atlanta because they're they basically they're giving tickets away over there because they don't have a fan base. But find find a city that has a real fan base and go to a playoff baseball game. You're just you're sitting you're sitting on the edge of your seat with every single pitch because it just every moment is just so stressful because every single pitch every single out counts like the the a split set one one out one one mistake and you can just get completely crushed like today. Today, the uh, Mar- Marlins third baseman gets an error that should have been a double play. Phil's got bases loaded. Brayson Stott hits a grand slam that puts the game completely out of reach. You're done. You know, with, within within two minutes, the game the game completely changed, uh, and, and it was over, man. So I, I highly recommend it. Uh, you know, if you can get yourselves to Philly, you know, it's you know forty forty six thousand strong and four hours of hell is not a, you know, it's not hyperbole. It is. It is absolutely incredible, and these guys, so these guys were getting getting rattled here. Um, so pretty, pretty fun, pretty fun stuff. And even with the pit, and I gotta say, even last night, like it was under three hours with the pitch clock. Like I, and you, you didn't really, you didn't really even notice the pitch clock. Maybe you're just being used to it from having gone to as many games this year as I've been to. But yeah, like you know, outside of maybe some of the guys' walk up music being cut a little bit short. Uh, which, you know, I mean, that's just me. I'm a, I'm a montage guy. I like the walk up. I like all that stuff. Um, but yeah, like it went, it went, went pretty quickly. So, um, major league baseball still, you know, I think that's, that's still a win, a win for them. Um, the only thing I would change, I, I, it's disappointed they're not doing, I would do the Nickelodeon thing for the playoffs too. And just find like cool, cool ways to keep doing, uh, keep doing that. Like the NFL did. Yeah. I, uh, I know nothing about uh, playoff atmospheres. Were you than, you were you were at the Cueto drop ball game? Right? I, I was. I was gonna say. Oh, other, you were there. Uh, other than the uh, Cueto drop ball game, that's all. I was know. that and that was that was a wild card game, right? Yeah. That was when it was one game. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we went to three straight wild card games. We won the one. And then you had to run then, into fucking uh, Madison Bumgarner twice, right? Well, uh, no. So we. We won the one, and then we had a series with the Cardinals. Uh, but our friend Adam was getting married, so I was in the wedding party. So I like, we, we. I think there was three games, and we. I, I missed two of them because I was doing like wedding stuff. So okay. fun time, fun times. Uh, then the next year, yeah, it was Bumgarner, and the year after that is when Jake Arrieta was on steroids, and and just absolutely shut us down it was like okay cool so we got Bumgarner and steroid Arietta. maybe it was Arietta first and then Bumgarner, but either way um that's that's what it was 
Um, ba -ba -ba. So, yeah. Oh, uh, I did end up finding the uh, our picks in... It, well, it, <laughs> I go go to any go to go to go to this podcast for the baseball uh, playoff preview the last two years and <laughs> I, I, basically it was Phil, Phillies versus Tampa Bay Rays is what the official pick was for both of us. Yeah, I just decided to go with you. Oh, nice. Yeah. You just want you just want to ride it with me because eventually, did. eventually it's got to hit, right? Like it's got to hit eventually. <laughs> I just, I just keep riding it every year. It's like, it's like the Penguins well, winning the just, cup. Just from rewinding it, it seemed like a big part of my analysis was, man, if Wander Franco could could just step up and be that MVP <laughs> candidate, like they could really turn this. And they won ninety nine games, man, ninety nine games, and didn't win a game of the postseason. We all know what happened with Wander Franco. So, um, yeah. Anyway. How could you not like baseball? How, How could you not, you be, not romantic? be romantic about baseball? All right. So, um, so I think I'm going to punt an, uh, like a true NHL preview this year. Okay. Um, I was I was looking at the teams uh, for NHL. Some interesting things. Connor Bedard. 18-year-old phenom for the Blackhawks. What what do they how does that work? Penguins getting Eric Carlson does uh, shipping out a bunch of bad players. Does that actually help turn the tide or are they just going to be the same team they had last year plus more offense on on defense? Tristan Jari is going to be the question mark there. There's a lot of teams that have been building that are on the verge of arriving, looking at Detroit, Ottawa, uh, the the Kings to an extent. Uh, I'm always wondering about Vancouver. I, th I think they may have missed the boat on their their young crew that they came up with, and you know when they traded Bo Horvat, um, I wonder if they're just kind of done. Uh, Florida Panthers snuck in the playoffs at the end last year. If they have a more consistent year, they'll be there in the playoffs. Boston Bruins, just a historic winning pace last year, only to get their shit kicked in in the playoffs. Um, so what happens with the Bruins from here? Toronto roster still really good. Are they going to be able to get over the hump? Teams like uh, the Islanders, who seem to have the pieces, who crapped the bed last year, are they going to bounce back? Rangers have many pieces in place. You know, are, are they going to be able to, to pull it together? Tampa Bay, their core, you know, is the window still open? Probably if Vasilevsky gets hot again this year, yeah, they'll probably be right there. Colorado, looked like they were set up for a dynasty. They lose some teams, some guys to the expansion draft and to the free, into free agency, but, you know, replace them with some other bodies. Where's Colorado in all this mix? Dallas looked like they could be a contender last year. Will they be a contender again this year? Uh, it just it, there's a lot of teams. It's more to me. This feels more open this year than, than usual. Than usual, um, which I think spells trouble for a team like the Penguins, who are even though they have a, a, a rehaul of the roster. I feel like they are still one year away from completing the turnover of the roster to where they could get back into the playoff into playoff contention. But again, 
if Tristan Jari can can be the best version of himself and actually show up in the playoffs, that would go a long way for the Penguins to get back to cup contention. I just don't think I, they need to they need to play more of a defensive style, and that's not going to happen with their coach and with the defensemen they just acquired. So, I. I don't know how that plays out for them. I I don't want to. I never want to count them out, but they missed the playoffs last year, and they didn't exactly get stronger on defense or in the bottom six. They may have. Eh, they may have got a little bit stronger in the bottom six, but not really. Um. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh oh, and then how can we forget the MVP? Um, Connor McDavid, Edmonton. You know they they made it. I, I've, I think they were in the conference finals last year, but, uh, you know, did they get over the hump and actually contend for a cup? Um, I guess you could say they contended for a cup the last couple of years, but can they actually make a cup or get close to making a cup? I forget how far they made it last year. Again, this is the half-assed version. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, I just think it's going to be even wilder of a year than it was last year and last year there was there were some teams that kind of showed up out of nowhere and i'm i'm wondering who that team is this year because it it could end up being a lot of different teams that just kind of show up out of nowhere but boston boston i i really want to see what they do because they just they just destroyed everybody last year then they lost in the first round yeah they got swept in the first round so i no no, didn't they? Weren't they up three one and they blew th- they they blew a three one lead? Oh, maybe you're right. I th- I, didn't, I thought they blew a three one lead. Yeah, you you could be right. I- um, but in all honesty, you know, there's only one thing that anybody cares about on your NHL preview show, right? Who you're picking? My Stanley Cup pick. Are we there yet? Are we ready? Yep. The Pittsburgh Penguins. No are going to win way. the Stanley Cup. You know who's going to be the Stanley Cup MVP? Who? Sidney Crosby. Write it down. I'm Get in. your bets into Vegas. I'm in. Let's go. Let's go. We got something to root for, bro. Now why don't you do a five? Why don't you go? Why don't you go on that like that cute little betting app? Why don't you throw a five? Oh yeah, it, it was. A, you're right. They were up three. Yeah, yeah. they were up three. Or was it three one or three zero? Was it three zero or three one? Your memory's so much better than mine. Listen, any 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 uh sports sports collapse and debacle happens to like certain organizations like in, in cities like Boston, I don't forget. Yeah, was it three one or three zero? Three one. Yeah, three one. Yeah, and they completely choked. Yeah, because I remember all season it was like they they their their points and their record was like just something absolutely outrageous. Yeah, it was the greatest was. ever. It, yeah, best yeah, regular was. season ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was. <sighs> chaos, complete chaos. Uh, my pick. I don't. I don't even want to pick. I don't Come on, know. just ride with me. Ride with me. Uh, ride with I'm, me. I'm gonna say. Ride with me. Enchantress. <laughs> oh man, that really, that really, that man, that really is probably what Ghost Prime Night just sounded like. How many? How many years are we gonna ride that Enchantress from that one? Suicide Squad movie. That was like, terrible. Like 2021. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do that until it doesn't creep you out. Um, I think that because the hockey gods hate me, I'm gonna go with 
the Bruins to bounce back and win the Stanley Cup. All right. That's that's not really riding with me, but all right. Loser. Versus uh who are we taking on the on the west side? Um How about we go Dallas? Okay. I like Dallas. It's a nice city. Nice people. Yeah. That's just my off the cuff. Okay. I, I like I, it. Why I not? I I don't. <laughs> Why not us? Go Penguins. Yes. Throw five ski on them. We're going to win. We're going to cash out. Okay. Yes. Um, I guess that leads us to football, huh? Bro. Bro. What? We did it. We did? We did it. Winning week, baby. Woo-hoo. Winning week. Uh, how, how'd we do? We squeaked into that seven seed. Nine and seven, baby. Nine and seven. All right. <laughs> I, I got I got I got nervous that Seattle was gonna was gonna screw us after uh after Pete Carroll like didn't take the points and then took the points and it backfired both times on him. I was like, man, we're screwed. But man, we got what? it. What? Uh, what's our season? How many under five hundred? We're thirty thirty four. So this is it. 30, we got a big okay. this big 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 week. We're gonna crawl in here. Gonna crawl in. Okay. Um, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, big games we had last week. Cincinnati, Tennessee. Wow. Is it time? Is it time to just put put Joe put Joey B on the shelf? Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, what's if he's if he's this hurt? That you lost 20, 27 to three. I I I was I was considering changing my flight back from Nashville to go watch Joe Burrow play in person. Thank God I didn't do that. But if you're if you're not if if you're if you're that hurt that you're losing to the Tennessee Titans twenty seven to three and you're off like you just your offense can't do it and that's that's not some world beating defense. I I like, you, you just can't don't you know don't let the RG three situation be a cautionary tale. Um. If he's hurt, just listen. Live to fight another day, man. You got your your two best players are young guys. You know, you're as long as you got Burrow behind, um, you know, as your QB, you're you're gonna you're gonna be in contention. So shelve him, let let him get healthy, and and just ride it out. That's my contention. Yeah. I think you're probably right. There. And plus, Higgins is out now. Like you know, now now T Higgs is gone. Like I, yeah, I, I just don't. I just love Burrow. I just don't want to see him get um, get significantly hurt here. Um, and then the Bears and Broncos. Well, most people. This was a game we all joked that nobody wanted to watch. It ended up being a barn burner. Yeah, barn burner. The Bears. The, the Bears were absolutely dominating the Broncos. And then Justin, Justin, I couldn't believe the alerts I was getting in fantasy football that Justin Fields was throwing touchdowns. I'm on the plane. I'm getting, I'm getting alerts. Like I'm like, oh my god, he's throwing tutties. He's throwing tutties. And then somehow they choke. And all the, all the, or all my jokes about Sean Payton were like, I'm writing them on the plane as we go about how overrated he is. And then they come back and win the game. And the Bears have lost, I think, 13 straight games. Is that right? Is it more? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, so now they're 0-4. Um, phew, man, brutal, brutal. Both teams still stink, but I, I don't know. I don't. A lot, of, a lot of media is going on about how the Bears are failing Justin Fields. I don't, I don't really understand that. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not it's not that easy to build, you know, to, to be successful with a quarterback who's still still growing and especially mechanically. So I don't I don't know. Mm, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, and then the last game we we started with Seattle, Seattle and the Giants. Um, again, Seattle is just gonna so so bad. Yeah, well, Seattle, Seattle or the Giants. <laughs> Giants. The Giants are terrible. Um, so we'll talk about it. We'll talk about them on the go for two. Um, Seattle. This was a big game for them because they're they they have to keep up with the Forty ers because uh, the Niners just keep rolling. And winnable game, and the Giants. This was a big game for the Giants. They're because they were one. They were one and two, and their next two games are on the road um, at Buffalo and out Miami. And you know, so it was was really important to get it to at least be, um, you know, two and two heading into those games. And now they're gonna now now they're one and three. You know, could be staring at one and five uh, down the pike. And yeah, they just they they're not good. <laughs> The offensive line is is bad. Yeah. Jo- that being said, that being and I'm not I'm not trashing Daniel Jones. The two the two critical mistakes that he made are completely on him. The offensive line had nothing to do with his force with, with again a for, the force fumble that he gave up that in in the you know in uh, in uh, in their own inside their own ten yard line that leads to an easy touchdown for Seattle, and the pick the pick six the ninety seven yard pick six that he threw is was completely on Daniel Jones. Like those plays can't happen, and the, you know, this whole this whole this whole nonsense of you know well you know Joe you know the the giant he's being asked to do things outside of his means or whatever, like I if you're saying that about Brock Purdy okay the guy was the last pick in the draft like this guy was the fifth or sixth I forget what he was, I think it was the sixth pick in the draft the sixth pick in the draft now does that necessarily mean anything because people whiff on quarterbacks all the time no. But not only was he the sixth pick in the draft, you just paid him $180 million. And I, I, I get it. Only two years of that, I think, are guaranteed. But, like, you're saying something about this guy that you drafted him sixth overall. One regime drafted him sixth overall. And then another regime gave him a $100-plus $100 million extension to be a franchise quarterback. So, like, he can't make those mistakes. And my other thing with the Giants, I, I just don't understand how the line – they've had an offensive line problem for 10 years. 10 years. They've gone through four coaches, so four different coaching staffs, three different front offices, and they and, and in that time they have not been able to put the. I, I don't I don't even understand how that's possible. How is like like we see teams turn around off of, like offensive lines in a year in one year we see it all the time. It's been ten years and they can't fix this issue. I don't I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. Do you? No, uh, that's uh, it was shocking when I saw the highlight of the Giants guy blocking his own other lineman <laughs> that was that was insane um oh man like and daniel jones is just I, they just paid him so much money and he's just is sucking yeah and i'm not yeah and again like he got sacked 11 times whatever it was in the game so it's not it's not all on him but you know you also have to, he, he has to be better you know he just has to you, you can't you can't talk about him as if he was like the sixth round pick you know what i mean like it's not like it's not i'm like it it matters that he was drafted in the top 10 and that he just got paid this huge money. Like that matters. It just does. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they got, a, they got an uphill battle now. 
the next the next the next few weeks. But we'll we'll talk. I'd I'd love when we maybe on the next go for two we'll call in we'll call in a Giants fan over the line and get their <laughs> get their yeah. thoughts on the team. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Random Collins. Yeah. Um I'm ready to pick. Let's pick. It's yeah, it's all I had. Those are the only those are the only key games. I'm gonna save my uh referee rant for next week. What do we got, bro? Big week. Let's let's be smart about these. All right. Oh, thir- gross. Thursday. Gross. Bears on the road versus Commanders. Commanders are minus six. What are you feeling? Bears. Bears? Bears take the points? Yeah. All right. These games just tend – Thursdays just tend to be horrible. So okay. So I'm just saying take the points. All right, all right. What do you think? Uh, I, I, I kind of want to. I, I would kind of just say bet against the Bears until they prove you otherwise. But that's fine. Uh, okay. I don't no, that's know. fine. That's we'll go Bears plus six. We'll take the points. All right, Jaguars versus Bills. Bills are minus five and a half. This is a game is in London. Um, which Talk, the ja- the ja- the the Jags are basically there for two weeks. They 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 will they they yeah. uh, they didn't fly home, so that's uh, that's got to be an advantage for the Jags, right? I think the opposite. Oh, okay. I, I think they. Well, are- I would take. No, I, yeah, I'm, I'm I want to take Buffalo here, but I'm just saying, like you would think that that would be just, just somewhat of an advantage for the Jacksonville that you, they. I, I think I think there is uh, some logic to that, saying like, hey, they didn't have to travel. But at the same time, I feel like instead of they're out partying and getting fish and chips. Not even that. It's just like you're in a foreign country. Blue meth in the Moulin Rouge for two weeks. Like you're out outside of your comfort zone. Like usually after you have an away game, you come back home, prepare, and then you you either have a home game or you go to your next game. Like just being in one city that's not your home city for two straight weeks. Is I think screws with an NFL player, like psychological. Like I, I think I think they're gonna be so ready to get out of that freaking country. Yeah. Like they're just like they're gonna get their asses kicked by like 21 points or more, and they're gonna be like just just get us back to the states. Like we don't want to be here anymore. That's that's the way I picture it. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, my I want to. I, I was gonna say let's take the Bills just because the Jags, even though they they beat the Falcons last week, they, they still didn't look good until the Jags, until the Jags look good. I we you just can't pick them. Yeah. I mean, we picked them last week, but that's not here to there. <laughs> Giants on the road versus Miami. Miami is eleven point favorite. <laughs> Giants points. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, we said we were going to pick the Dolphins until they told us not to, which last week was they got their absolute shit kicked out of the Bills. Nah, yeah, I agree. Dolphins. Um, the ca- How are the Giants going to score? <laughs> how are they just going to keep up with Even them? if they do, like even, even if they explode for 21 points, how are they keeping the Dolphins under 35? Yeah, it's true. Yep. Okay. What do you got next? Uh, Saints versus Patriots in a pick'em. It's in New England. Um, jeez, cars look so bad, but so is friggin' Mac Jones. <sighs> Saints. Um, wanna go Pats? I, uh, Pats. 
Saints? I don't know. Uh, let's go Saints. Okay. Last chance, David. Last freaking chance. Um, Ravens at the Steelers. Ravens are <laughs> minus four. Is uh is what's his face playing? Can he pick it? Yeah. This it's your division. It's your call. Ravens. Yeah, I tend to agree. Panthers on the road versus Detroit Lions. The Lions are minus ten. That's a big spread. It is. Lions backdoor cover. <sighs> All right. Okay. Falcons at home versus the Texans. The Falcons are favored by two. Oh. Uh, we're CJ CJ Tank all day. Yeah, agree, all. Houston. Falcons right, give me coming them. back. Give me, Falcons give me them coming points. back from England. Falcons give me them points. Back. Give me them Falcons. points, Jo. Okay, I tried to say that four times. Falcons coming back from England. Give me them points. Colts at home versus the Titans. The Titans are favored by two and a half. Give me them points. Colts at home. Give me them points. Plus two. Okay. Bengals versus Arizona. Bengals are on the road at Arizona. Bengals are favored by three. Give me them points. Yeah, I'm taking Cardinals at home. Plus three. Eagles on the road versus the Rams. Give me them points. Eagles are minus four. Uh... You see the Rams covering the four, or the or the Rams plus four, or Eagles minus four. I, I kind of ESPN has it at four and a half. I kind of like it at four and a half. I'm gonna say Rams at four and a half. Okay. I'm gonna take the ESPN line. Yeah, I think that's a again another another tough uh, again east 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 coast going west coast. Rams are Rams are spunky. I don't I like trust the Matt. Cover. I would have picked the Eagles. I don't trust Matt Stafford, but yeah, I I think the Eagles will win the game. But I, uh... all right, yeah. Vikings at home versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by four. Chiefs. Broncos at home versus the Jets. The Broncos are favored by one and a half. I kind of want to go Jets. As hilarious as that sounds. Okay. You feeling Broncos? I don't know. We'll go Denver. We'll we'll play it safe. We won't be we won't be fun. We'll be we'll be laid down Larry's. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm not trying to be anything. We'll go on we'll go we'll go Broncos. Alright. Sunday night. Niners at home versus Cowboys. Niners are minus three and a half. What what's your take on this game? I think the Niners win 27-17. Uh, I think the Cowboys win 35-10. to 10. Really? I, I say this all the time. For the last, like, 12 years, maybe more, there's always one game every season when, like, you don't really know what – it's like you don't really know what to think about the Cowboys. Are they real? Are they not real? Are they contenders? And they're always not contenders, obviously, because they haven't made it past the second round in the last 20 or 28 years. But there's always this one game where it's like everyone's like, this is the game where they get exposed. We'll show you, you know, here's the measuring stick. And then they're getting made fun of. 
And they just come out and just fucking like world beaters beat the shit out of the team that's supposed to dominate them. It's it all started back, I think it was like two thousand eight when Tony Romo and the Cowboys went into New Orleans when they New Orleans was undefeated and they was Sean Payton at home, oh, Drew Brees, and they beat them by like three touchdowns. And, and then everybody and then everybody gets extended. Mike McCarthy's gonna get an extension on Monday. Dak's gonna get a three hundred million dollar extension on Tuesday. I. Uh, I, we can play it safe and take the Niners. I, I just have a feeling the Cowboys are going to just right, show whack them. Let's take the Cowboys. Fine. Fuck it. Let's do it. I like uh, your uh, – you Give me them your, points. Trust your, trust your instinct. Give me them points. What else? Um. Then the Monday night game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bye weeks are starting now. Yeah. Monday night game is Raiders at home versus Packers. Packers are favored by one. Love, baby. Give me some love. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, give me some love. Just, uh... What were they? They after, that, after they looked at they were dead in the water, the Raiders looked like they're making a comeback, and then they have four... It's like first, first and goal... And they don't run the ball one time. Like they don't, like they don't run the ball with Jacobs. Like just, just these coaches are so dumb. Yeah, they just really are. It's embarrassing. Idiots. Ah man. All right, here we go. We just got to. Uh, how many games do we have? Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen games. So we got to go 14 and 10 to get the five or 14 and 10. What an idiot. <laughs> got to go 10 and six here to get to get to 500, baby. Let's let's ride. All right. Let's I like ride. it. Um, ba, 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 ba. Hey, ba, 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 ba. is it time for everybody's favorite minute in podcasting? Rum, 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 rum. The NASCAR pit stop. In three, two, one. Last week we were at Talladega. Was there was raised up there was whiskey a in your glass. There was a bunch of wrecks. Uh, it was some good racing. Ryan Blaney wins. We lose. We didn't go crazy. We lost four, so we're down to minus thirty-four. Uh, this is a cut line race, so there's a couple guys on the cut. Most notably, Brad Keselowski is currently two points to the good. Um, but it is in the Charlotte Roval, half oval, half road course. Uh, one of the biggest abominations NASCAR is going at the moment. Um, but again, it's a cut line. So we're going to go back to our strategy. We're only picking two drivers. We're putting five on each. We got Kyle Larson at plus 900. And Christopher Bell at plus 1,800, five each. We're seeing if we can reduce the deficit. Love it. it. Um, all right. And then that leaves the parlay, which we lost last week. Uh, dolphins, baby. They betrayed us. You were the chosen one. <sighs> plus two and a half. Come on. We gave you the points. All right, let's 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 really do this. Let's let's win a friggin' parlay. Let's do it. We both agreed on the Bills, right? Yes. 
Okay, let's do that. So we, we feel good about that. And then the Chiefs on the road versus the Vikings? How, let's do how it. How do you feel? Let's do it. If Cardinals getting the points at home versus the Bengals, who have looked terrible. Which which ones are you feeling good about? I, I like Bills and Chiefs. I like that. Bills and Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs minus four and a half. Bills minus five and a half. Let's do it. Let's ride. All right. All faithfuls. All right, well, I'm just drinking H2O, so everyone assume positions for the world-famous True Brew Salute. Mama, mama, mama said. Huh? Wasn't that the oh. Bobby, Bobby Boucher yeah. line? Mama, yeah, yeah, mama yeah. says. And a three. And, and a, a two. two. And, and a beautiful, spacious guys. All right, and you, you still got your Montauk? I polished that off, and I'm... Switching back, switching back to the uh, the whiskey. Montauk whiskey. Southern Southern tier whiskey. Montauk Southern tier whiskey. whiskey. Southern tier whiskey. Montauk whiskey. I'm just gonna keep saying the wrong thing over and over again. I'll be like everything else you do on the pod. Babe. Uh every Daryl Dixon, baby, still rocking and rolling, man. To me, this episode felt like it slowed it down. A oh, I was gonna. Oh, we're so on the same page. Yeah. I was gonna say they finally, they finally hit finally, like the, the the plot went sideways a little. Not that it went sideways in a bad way. It just we just went, just an just entire stalled. episode. Yeah, an entire episode of Daryl trying to find this kid was just ah, little 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 took took the wind out of the sails a little bit. I get they, it. Side they wanted, shuffled. Yeah, they wanted to introduce. They wanted to introduce like the idea that this kid is like like this is like a. That Laurent is a what am I trying to what am I trying to say? A myth, a story. Like it's the scene with like the bad guys when it's like, wait, so this wait, tell me about the boy, as if like this is like a you he know, really like, could like, be a savior, like a Harry Potter, the boy who lived, right? Like this, like like this is like a tale that's been spreading about this 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 child that like represents hope that could possibly represent the cure of the of the new world, you know what I mean? Of the new world that could bring back the old world. So I get it. Like they wanted to, they they needed to intersect the stories with the nightclub guy who's his dad, the bad guys there. Like, so I understood it. It's just that, like the whole. Did we really need the whole episode of, of Daryl trying to rescue this kid, like, and the kid getting separated? Um, yeah, it was just the first time where, yeah, to your point, yeah, it just felt like it slowed down. Uh, the opening scene, which uh, 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 it sucks that it, I would, I wouldn't have wasted this as a dream sequence. Daryl's like behind a, a chain fence. And a horde of walkers is coming towards them, and Laurent, they're like in a sewer, and Laurent walks through one of the other um, alleys of the sewer, and just instead of running, just starts like just starts praying, and Daryl's trying to get the attention of the walkers to not go near him, and like the walkers just like they 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 swarm him, and they start doing like the whisperer thing where they're just like kind of hanging out in the circle and corralling. And then they disperse and they don't touch him. And I, I, I was I watched it a day or two after you, so I I thought they were doing like a you know putting the end at the beginning kind of thing. And I was like, oh man, that's a, I, I'm I'm actually really digging this storyline now, like this Last of Us thing that they've ripped off. That like again, good for you for ripping off something that was kind of cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Just a great scene. But then it turns out Daryl was just dreaming. 
Um, he well, he was like in the middle of drowning, and then yeah. he like woke up, and he was like, ah. At my only, my only other criticism, and I, I, I've pro- I think I've bitched to these about this to you in Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Like the the walkers underwater, can we stop? Like these 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 walker like walk the walkers don't have brain function. Like they can't swim. Like they would just sink to the bottom of wherever this thing is, and that's it. And they would just be like. Yeah. They'd just be down there. This idea that, like, zombies would be floating and swimming and being able to attack you while you're swimming and floating, it, it just – it was it was egregious in the in the middle of the ocean with Fear the Walking Dead when they were on the boat. Like, that was outrageous. But, like, it's it's just so dumb, man. I, I hate it. I, I, hate, I hate underwater walkers. It makes no sense. Agreed. Except for that one that uh, the governor tied a cinder block to and then put him to the bottom of that lake. That was cool. But other than that one walker at the bottom of, of that lake, <laughs> underwater rock walkers suck. Ah, just so dumb. So dumb. Um, um yeah, I uh I agreed and it was there were it's not that it was bad or it, it had interesting parts. Um it's just the uh the plot just yeah. like you said just kind of stalled out a little bit, which yeah, I, I, I honestly still... don't know where they take it. Like you can kind of get a feel for where it was going up until this point. But now I'm kind of like I don't I just kind of don't know where it's going. I mean it's it's you know the two bad guys are aligning. Yeah. And you could tell that like they're gonna. Well, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna end here with. And I, I it's six episodes, right? It's pretty predictable. Or is it eight? Yeah, it's six. So yeah, it's, it's six. Pretty... So we have two left. So I'm assuming here at some point Daryl like it's gonna come down to Daryl or Laurent like Daryl Laurent and this other guy they're with. Somebody's gonna get captured, and I think Daryl's gonna sacrifice himself—not die, but he's gonna—he's gonna figure out a way for Laurent to get to where he needs to go. And instead of him getting home and getting on the ship that he wants to get to to go back to America, he's gonna get captured by these bad guys. And I don't know yeah, if that's either. where the season will end, or if like that—you know—we'll get some more plot after that. But I—I—that's—that's that's the collision course where we're going. Uh see, I thought that what a similar but slightly different the two the you know laurent's dad and the bad guys would team up to get daryl um and then at the last second the dad laurent's dad realizes that laurent has a you know really good thing for daryl and daryl's a good guy so laurent's dad basically sacrifices himself and just kind of like he, whether he pulls like the whole like I'm bit and I'm gonna be like a suicide bomber kind of thing or whatever, he's gonna die in sacrificing to free LeBron. Yeah, it's fair. And he's gonna be like Daryl, save the world. Use save the- my boy that I never knew about until Ex- just recently. Exactly, and and then I think it's gonna be Daryl and um, what's her name, Emma, who's the nun. Sure, let's go with Emma. And Laurent basically on the run in season two with these bad guys chasing him and potentially Daryl trying to get him back to the U.S. for I don't know why, but maybe just getting him to some lab somewhere. I don't know. I think that's I think that leads into season two of the bad guys trying to get Daryl for crimes he committed at sea question mark and then yeah the basically 
Daryl being the guardian of the Rouen. That's that's what I'm thinking. Interesting. I wonder, like, we're going to see Carol at some point here. I hope. I think you said it right before. Though. I think it's like a, he, he gets beat up and is having like a... Well, it's good. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's going to be a flashback. Yeah. Well, I don't even know about flashback. It'd be just like a, a hallucination kind of thing. Oh, okay. Maybe Daryl gets... Oh, this would be wild. Maybe Daryl gets bit and he's like getting the fevers and he's hallucinating, but Laurent's blood saves him. Now we're getting like a little too interview with the vampire-ish. Now, I don't know if I like that. They, 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 they cut their hands and they rub their hands together to get his blood into... Into so ba- body. Ba- ba- literally, literally, they're telling the Last of Us to go f yourselves. You couldn't, you could, yeah. you couldn't save the little deaf kid, but we're going to save Daryl Dixon. Yes, exactly. Do it. I'm in. I'm th- now. I'm in. And, and there's and the whole thing with Ellie. And didn't they try and do? Oh yeah, Ellie tried to do the transfusion. Remember? Yeah, she tried to. Yeah. I think maybe they do the transfusion. Transfusion. Well, make it, that's they, where we're getting trans. She she cut herself and tried to rub her blood on the on the bite. <laughs> Oh, I thought. Oh, did she? Oh, she didn't do. Oh, that's right. I was there a scene there where they were taking her blood, at some point. Was that when they were when at the very last episode when she was in the hospital? Maybe I don't know. I don't know, but I'm saying they they do like an actual transfusion where they like take his blood and put it into Daryl, and then that's like how they Daryl survives a bite. That would be that would be wild. Would be. It'd be dramatic. You'd be like, oh my god, Daryl died? Or Daryl got bit? But wait a minute. They, they have well, well, that's two. a problem. We already know again, we already know there's a season two, so like we yeah. know Daryl Dixon's not dying. And it's called Daryl Dixon. It's not, it's not like they even the time they think they went even went got crazy and gave it a real name. Like, season they just called two it is called Laurent. <laughs> oh man, it's the only way it's the only way they can get they can get people to remember his name by calling the show after him. Yeah. Oh, Love my. it. All right. Love it. Uh, what else are we doing here for beer two? Anything? Best ending, best uh, best movie endings, my man. So you, far, uh, so far you're two and zero oh in these in these. Categories. You know what though? You uh, you got a little closer this week. I gotta I gotta say I uh, where were we? It was close. Sixty, I think it was sixty four, fifty four, forty six. First off, f all you that didn't didn't vote for Scream over the New Hope. That the opening of Scream is way. Wait, better did I win or did you win? No, I won. I won, but fifty four forty six is way too close for comfort, for God's sakes. I mean, if you deduct all your burners out of there, I won. Please, I don't vote on my burners. It's ridiculous. Nor do I have burners. Who am I? Who am I, Matt Canada? Okay, Matt Canada. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to keep this rolling, man. Best ending scene. Best movie. Be, wait, how, yeah. The best ending scene in a movie. Did you Did you actually do any, or are you just doing this on the fly? Um. A little bit, a little bit of both. All right. So let me let me caveat this one right here. the The only answer would have been Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, had the final scene of the movie exactly had the final scene of the movie been my My friends. friends, You you bow bow to to no no one. one. But that wasn't the final scene. So. There would have been no other answer. Mic drop. We wouldn't even have had a podcast tonight. That would have been it. But since there were 12 endings after that scene, we have a little bit of debate. So 
couple 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 guys that again we, we're gonna each pick our one but here a couple of mine um off the bats uh the departed i thought i thought is excellent ending between um the shock factor of leo you know spoiler alert uh leo's character uh costigan get getting shot 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 in the face as he's arresting matt damon by another cop i, I hated that ending Oh really? Who was apparently a rat? Only for Matt Damon then to shoot that rat, and then at the very end when you think this like you know this dirtbag is getting getting away with it, he opens his apartment door and there's in the uh, little little medical booties, uh, Mark Wahlberg just with the with the silencer and the gun, <laughs> uh, and it kills Matt Damon. So um, you didn't like why? What what was your issue? I just. To me, it was very interwoven, and I was like, man, this is going to be epic when they unwind all of this. And then they didn't unwind all of it. They just shot everybody, and I was like, oh. fuck. I was like, come on. Okay, okay. Um, Rocky Rocky 2 made the yeah. short list for me. Um, you got the, the old lion and the new lion. They both get knocked down. Who's got it? Who's going to answer the 10 count? And you just, you know, the whole earlier in the movie, you have um, Duke, Apollo's trainer, telling him, telling him, hey, man, you know, I watched you beat that man for 12 rounds or for 15 rounds, and he kept coming after you. We don't need a man like that in our lives, baby. And then Apollo eventually just drops drops down and can't, can't get the 10 count, and Rocky gets up. Uh, you know, yo, Adrian, I did it, that whole thing. Just epic stuff but i i can't get too homery on on rocky stuff so i i I, but it's on my short list um and then shawshank redemption uh i i i just i really enjoy the whole thing where you know red red's out he's out of prison he's doing the basically the same um the same gig that brooks was doing the grocery store you know sad that he's at trying to struggle between you know do I actually want to be back in the real world or do I just you know want to be where I was comfortable? And he does that fake out where you think he's about to hang himself too, but then he goes and gets Andy's letter and you see him on the bus and then you just see him walking on that beach and there's Andy in the uh, thing. And then at one point, the line that I, the line I always love, he's like, maybe I just missed my friend. Yeah. Great, 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 great line. So those are my, um, those are my short list. Before I get to my my top three, what do you what do you, you got you got anything or you just want to do your three or how how you want to roll for your preparation this week? Um, my short list that I uh, that that didn't make my top three were um, Inception, woo, with the uh, the top spinning uh, that always comes to mind. Um, I want to say. Fight Club, but I I don't remember the actual final scene of Fight yeah. Club. Yeah, it may have just been the reveal, so maybe that one doesn't actually. The very count. the very final scene is when they actually blow up, like how they basically blow uh, up all yeah, the financial right. district. Yeah. Like the the reveal is the the reveal is like twenty. That's why it's tough with like because there's no definition on these things. Like the reveal is like twenty five minutes earlier before that. So yeah, yeah, cause I can't do that one. Yeah, um, the Graduate is is okay. Uh, all right. I, I, I have a Here's soft spot you, for that movie. Mrs. Rob- okay. I just have a soft spot for that movie because he, you know again. She, is there something I don't know? No. she, she Well, she's just um, running. Uh, no, there's nothing you don't know. But <laughs> I was like, is he, is, he, is he not realize where I'm going with that? 
uh, you know, she's getting married, so he runs in there and he's he rips the cross off the wall and he's he's swinging it. Elaine, Elaine, and then they run and get on the bus, and then it's like them driving away and yeah, real they're together, but they're kind of like still separated on the bus. It's kind of weird, but I, I I got a soft spot for that one. Okay. Um. And then yeah, I got my uh, I got my three after that. All right. Uh. We'll just we'll just we'll just snake draft it. Uh, I'll go first. Um, my my number three is actually it is Inception again. I, I to your point that I always I always like the whole spinning top thing and just the whole idea. Of it's like yeah, at that point he just didn't care whether he was back or not. He just he saw his children and that's where he wanted to be. Although I've recently read an article that it proves that it was it was real because Michael Caine was in the scene. And Michael Caine was only ever in scenes where they were in the real world. Ah, okay. Hey, whether um, that's whether wait, that's wait, but, can I can I ahead. cut you off for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Cut me off, baby. But and and uh, I, I meant to ask you about this on Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know that whole uh, theory that Frodo didn't know who Legolas was. What? Or uh, wait, was it Legolas? Or uh, that he only said one line to Legolas the entire movie. Well. Or, he obviously knew who Legolas was. What does that mean? It, it, it's the final scene where they're all coming in one by one to see Frodo. And it's in slow-mo, and obviously. And Frodo, like, everybody's, he says everybody's name who comes in other than, I think it's Legolas. And he's like, just looks at him. And is like that 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 was either just like poor film editing on their part or no. Yeah, that's, I've never heard that, and that's dumb. It, I, all right, I'll, I'll find it on Instagram. But there is, I, I think that there was a thing that he's only he only ever said like one word or like one line. Yeah, yeah, to like that, last, yeah that's like true. The whole time, yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Inception. Sorry, Michael Caine was only ever in the. I was, the yeah, I was gonna say, I, I don't, I don't know if that if anyone's ever spoke to that, but that's, I, I, I believe that that is when I last time I rewatched it, like that is true. He's Caine's. Kane's only was only there when they were actually awake. Gotcha. Yeah, he was never he was never a projection. Go ahead, you go. All right, my third. I'm going with um. This is uh, two and three were tough for me. I you may you're gonna you may take this one. My one and two are so so unconventional, so non me, but. Good. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the Prestige. Ah, oh, great call. That was ah. Oh, that's why I forgot my shortlist. Great call. Yeah. Um, All the double switches. Yeah. It's it, a lot of these involve Michael Caine, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, yeah, because all these it's got to be a double. It's the only way. <laughs> these these all these goddamn Christopher Nolan math problems. Yeah, like uh, ending, so. Christopher Nolan was was a, was a theme here too. Yeah, so. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Pres- going going with prestige. Yeah, between yeah, you, yeah, you find you find out that the that he was using the double. It was his twin brother, and they chopped right. each other's thumbs off. Uh, the Christian Bale characters, and then the whole twist of uh, Hugh Jackman that they were basically cl- he was getting cloned. The cloning every was and, working, and yeah. the, the memory was transferring over to the clone. And he had the yeah, and the and the you blood. didn't know which one. He, he kept doing it because he didn't know which one was which because the surviving one was like, 
wait a minute, is the prior yeah. me actually drowning down there? Yeah, and, and the blind, all they yep, had the blind yep, guys down there because they were, yeah, they were, they had entire, they had entire storage unit of like dead bodies. Insane. Yeah, it's gotta be a double. It's the only way. And then Michael Michael Kane turns on him at the end. Yep. 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 Love it. I love that. Um, all right, my number two, man. You would never guess this in a million years, but I. The Notebook. <laughs> Were there just a couple of people with Alzheimer's? <laughs> that sounded so insensitive when I listened back to it. I didn't mean it to be, but I was like, why? why? <laughs> I was like, I was like, why? I don't get, why are people crying at the end of this? These two people had Alzheimer's, right? Um, oh man. Um, I just this this type of movie always freaks me. Like I don't really get. It's a horror from a horror movie. I don't really get like horror movies don't do much to me except the ones where like they could really happen because there's just like sociopaths that really think they do certain things. Um, the end of the first Saw dude was so good. Have you seen Saw the Saw movies? Nah, I've never saw the Saw. Oh, man, you want me to just tell you a spoiler alert? Yeah, you're sure. never gonna go back and watch. Yeah, like so the whole thing about Saw is like the 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 the, the main the killer. Um, he he targets he basically targets people that are just bad people and gives them choices to like have to do things or die essentially um and he's trying to basically teach these people about morals and you know he thinks that they're going to have better lives if they through through his through his tests they're going to have better lives and the in the first one they wake up these two these two people wake up in this um like locked up like looks like a hospital room in a basement and there's a dead body on the floor. Um, and they, they go through all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And eventually, you know, one guy cuts off his saws off his foot and gets out, gets out. Um, and the other guy, uh, is left in there and the the good guy says he's going to come back and they start playing this, like, um, uh, the guy who they thought was the, the killer who came in the room to shoot them that they overpowered, he had it ends up he ends the guy's looking for a key to like his handcuffs and he finds a tape recorder which is like the saw thing like he loses a tape recorder with a message of what the what the test is and so like now you know that this guy wasn't the main killer and they start playing this the music from the movie and slowly the fucking guy the dead body that was there the entire movie starts to fucking move and that was the, that was the killer <laughs> he was there he's in the room the whole time uh, is oh my god, dude! It was it was so epic, uh, and the music. Yeah. So 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 I, I had to put it at the top of the list. It was so good. Just a low budget horror movie that's just they've just made this into nice. a, a, a killer franchise. I just saw there's a giant. It's either a ant or spider crawling across my floor, but I'm like tethered to my computer. Right now, that now. sounds like a great movie ending. Um, and, all right, my number two. I'm cheating. And I'm taking I'm just, saw. No, I'm tying these together. Um, Dark Knight slash Dark Knight Rises. I just I just like them both. I uh, <laughs> I, uh, I like then uh, the Dark Knight's great when you know Batman's running away. Why do we have to chase him? Or or uh, why is he running? Because we need to chase him. <laughs> and then I like um, he's not the hero we needs. Yeah. He's the Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, I like, and then and what's I the like, oh the last one's just the the scene with him and Alfred, right? Yeah, he goes. He just gives him the nod. Yeah, he's like, I will be sitting at a cafe, enjoying 
my my paper and my latte and whatever whatever the 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 thing is like and I, I i i my dream is that we would acknowledge each other and then go about our ways whatever it's whatever the line i can't, yeah, i don't have yeah. it ready and then but, uh and yeah. then that, that's exactly the the music is playing the the dark night. And then Bell then Bell gives him the wink and the gun, like, yeah, I'm hitting this. I'm hitting Anne Hathaway. Yeah, uh, I'm Anne Hathaway. Well then the be- and then and then the the capper off that is then the very final scene is um Jordan Gordon Lovitz, the Robin character, is in the cave and he's st- he's walking through the water and then it like the ele- like the big big elevator thing starts to take him up and then it goes to black. Yeah. So those are my combo. Yeah, we gotta we gotta tag Michael Caine and have him retweet us for all the pub we're giving him on right? the podcast yeah. <laughs> tonight. Everywhere, everywhere. Um, all right, my number one, one of my favorite movies. I don't think it gets enough love. What's, what's, what's another Michael Caine movie from like? I, I wish I'm 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 going Morgan Freeman here though. So another Morgan Freeman. Morgan Fre- Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine are taking taking a lot of the credit on this one. Uh, I'm going Seven. You seen Seven? Uh, yeah, you you just don't like anything dark. You don't like dark characters. Um, I'm just a big fan of the movie. Again, I, like I don't horror movies don't do much to me, but like these things with sociopaths that like are just that psychotic to think like what they're doing. Like this could actually happen in real life. Like somebody would think killing these people to highlight the deadly sins like is going to make the world a better place. Um, just that the whole scene with the car ride with Spacey, Morgan Freeman, and Brad Pitt is just so the acting is just. And, I, and we, we debated about Brad Pitt's acting skills in this podcast a few pods ago. Um, we did Brad Pitt, and uh, we were doing some, some just some random like uh, rifting and spitballing. The three of them, like acting, is is next level. Just the whole idea that they're going out to this random desert for no one knows why, and then this UPS guy comes out with a box and ends up being, you know. <laughs> Brad Pitt's wife's head is in the box that he he had cut off that morning, and she was pregnant. It just so he could be, you know, he could be his vengeance. the The whole thing was just, just so well done. The the filming, the the pageantries, the costumes, totally, it was totally undersold. Uh, I just, I, don't know, I love the movie. Again, I pe- people act like it's not under underappreciated. I think it's a completely underappreciated, underrated film. And the ending, what's in the box? What's in the box? No, uh. you tell me that's not true. And then boom. You you went totally macabre on, at the end here. I told you, I told you, this is your chance. This is your chance to steal the to steal a poll because I I just love the endings. Are just, those endings are just awesome. Well, it's funny because did you go? You didn't go seven. No way. I also went Kevin Spacey. Oh, okay. American Beauty. Oh, I, Kaiser Saucy. Oh, uh, you're totally Kaiser Saucy. The usual suspects. How? Can you not love the ending uh, of that movie? You're gonna beat me. When no, you're not. Wa- you. When he's walking away, he's got the crooked limp, and all of a sudden, the foot, the 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 gait and the foot go from limping sideways to just straight straighten out. Oh, and man. then he's the, the detective sitting there, replaying the story in his head, of. Uh, you know all all the pieces of the puzzle. Looking at his at his whiteboard and uh, his his pin board, and all the details are sitting right there in his office. And he goes sprinting out, and he's looking around, and it's uh, the final line of uh, 
the the greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing people that he wasn't real or whatever the line is and uh and then it's i think i think actually the final thing is poof and and you know that's like uh kevin spacey he's just gone kaiser saucy oh man it's, it's pretty it's pretty funny how the uh the actors and the uh yeah right that we that we've that we've got in there yeah man i yeah, that's a that's a that's a trendy one. You might you might top. You, uh, I, I still like seven. If it's Michael Michael Caine or Kevin Spacey, you got you got to hang in there till the final scene, right? Yeah, you really Christopher do. Christopher Nolan, if you we need Christopher Nolan to direct a Michael Caine and Kevin Spacey movie. Well, that's why the endings are so good because you know out of the three hour movies that he makes, two hours and forty of it is the fucking math problem, the twists and the turns, the last twenty minutes where he finally finally solves the goddamn re- re- thing for yeah, you, re- reveals the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think Kevin Spacey's blackballed right now, right? Then he yes, yeah. some something with yeah he did yeah I think which is a shame. Bad. Well, not no, not well. I'm not gonna say that, but it was a shame. But um, the last thing that he did was the House of Cards. You never watched House of Cards, right? Nah, man. The first few seasons of that were at least That's the first two. First two were really good, and then I think like the third one fell off a little bit, and then he and then whatever he I, I don't remember what he did, but um. I think they might have actually killed him off and had his wife become the president um, or something. But yeah, the first. And I'm not a, again. I'm not a politics guy, but that's how I always judge it for shows. If a if a, a, a show about politics is good or not, like if I, if I like it, um, yeah. The first the first two seasons were were excellent. Yeah, that's what I heard. But fun. All right. Um... Fun, fun. Always aiming for fun. We'll have to. Uh, I'll have to go to the. Uh, the will battle for next week. Did you uh did you finish Ahsoka? I I was gonna do it tonight, but we gotta do timestamps, we gotta do all kinds of stuff, so I may not get to it till tomorrow. Was it good? Yeah. Uh yeah, it was good. Yeah, we got I uh, I only reason I brought it up is we're probably gonna have to cover that next week and bring Casey on, is my guess. Okay. Alright, maybe we'll uh maybe we'll get him involved in the uh Maybe we just do a special episode. <sighs> Standalone. I'm trying. I'm looking. I'm looking at the topics. Is there one we could uh, we can wrap? Uh, well, there's the one that oh movie that most changed you. That might fit with Ahsoka because it's changed Casey Shay's life. Could, right? Yeah, she's not in any movies though. She's just in cartoons and then this live action. It's because she's got a she's got a bad uh, snip snip to snip the head ratio. Yeah. Okay. True. All right. Drew, as per usual, good talk to you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talking about anything that makes you get loud. <laughs>